Hello, everyone. Welcome to Girl Educate Yourself. I am Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. And um, this week, we're talking with Courtney Newgart from Arizona. And she's going to be talking about how she relies on the strength of Christ to get through everything, good times, struggles, everything. So I'm so excited to welcome Courtney, a very good friend of ours for a long time. Welcome, Courtney. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. It's so fun to be talking with you guys today. Um, okay, so I, I got into real estate, uh, gosh, almost 15 years ago in 2006. Um, worked for about two, two three years and then uh, went into property management for a short time. And then about six years ago, I went back into real estate full time. Uh, so I have been married, gosh, it'll be uh, 18 years at the end of November. I have nice. three kids. I have a stepdaughter that I don't ever call my stepdaughter because she's she's mine through and through. She's 24. She lives in Chicago. I have a 17-year-old son. And then I also have a 12-year-old daughter. So That's great. So get us started. Tell us all about your topic and um, why you chose it, why it's important to you. Oh, gosh. Um, my faith is everything to me, whether, whether it's you know, revolving around my marriage or whether it's revolving around my children or my business, it's, it's literally everything. And I know that there have been times in my life where I have tried to do it on my own and I fail every single time. And I, I have a, you know, control. <laughs> I, I want to control things. And when I try to control things, it doesn't work. And so I realized Oh gosh, I, I gave myself, uh, gave my life to Christ when I was in uh, fourth grade and really followed after Jesus. And then when I was a teenager, I've really kind of veered off on the path that God had for me and didn't really come back full force in living my life for Christ until probably like 12 years ago. Um, I really tried to do things on my own. And like I said, I, I failed miserably. And um, so, yeah, maybe 12 years ago, my marriage was on the brink of divorce. Um, I had just had my daughter. She is, she's, she'll be 13 in um, December. And yeah, our marriage was, I was ready to walk away. There was a lot of, just a lot of hurt and um, just stuff that happened in my marriage. And I just didn't think I could move on. And so I told my husband I was walking away. And he knew my faith was important to me. We had dabbled in churches um, from the time that we got married, um, but never really found a church home. And when I told him that I was I was ready to walk away, he begged me to give it one more shot and to go back to a church that we had been to that he knew I liked a lot, but it was a real big church and he's not really into that you know, showy kind of factor. And it was, it was a great church and it really, um, it really helped save our marriage. And he gave his life to Christ. And we, um, we realized that the only way our marriage was going to survive is if we put God at the head of it. And so that's what we did. And now we're, you know, 12 years on the other side of almost <laughs> ending our divorce and things couldn't be better. I mean, we struggle with our children, but <laughs> You guys know if I yeah. have my faith, um, my marriage would be gone. I would feel like a terrible mom. Um, yeah. So that's, it's, everything. I love, 
I love stories. Now there's always a handful of stories where you celebrate the fact that God helped people out of really abusive marriages. But I love even better the story of Christ coming, bringing uh, what is seemingly hopeless situation, binding up old wounds, restoring the lost years and creating um, what only he can create in a marriage and throughout your life. So that dependence on Christ resonates so deeply with me. There's no way that my life would be the blessing that it is if we didn't put Jesus Christ in the center of it. So, so I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. So I want, like, for anyone that's listening that is like, what does that even mean? Like, how describe that to somebody. Um, okay. I mean, from the time that I get up, the first thing that I do is I, I listen to, it's an app. So it's, it's called the abide app and it's literally putting scripture into my mind. And I give the first part of my day to God. Um, I give the last part of my day to God. Um, I read scripture. I listen to scripture. I read books. Um, I pray a lot. My prayer life is everything. Um, and just, you know, whatever it is, I, I know that I can come to God and he is my strength. He is, he's everything that holds me up throughout the day. He gets me through, you know, when I'm having a real estate transaction that's falling apart. And, you know, I had an appraisal that came in $80,000 under contract price last week and we turned it around and we just got the appraisal back yesterday. We it was a VA loan, ran it back through as conventional, and it came back at 490 where we were under contract at. And I was praying the entire time. And right. I knew that if God wanted this deal to, to be rectified, that he would provide and he did. So it's it's literally every part of my day. I, I have to just pray and read scripture and um, it's everything. I also think it's important to note because we love the victory stories through God and he and he provides those constantly in small ways and in large ways. Yeah. But the other part of a, a life abiding in Christ is when everything is uh, is falling apart and you yeah. have no control over it, mm -hmm. that even when things aren't working out or they don't work out, that God can bring a peace into your being, into your soul to weather the storm. Yeah. to know that for some reason there's good in it, even if we can't see it. So there's that part too, because I don't, I mean, I know that people say, yeah, that, that Christ got me through the struggle, but yeah. it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it, but you have the faith in it and it brings the peace. That part's important too. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I, 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 my life is not all perfect. I have a 17 year old son that is far from God right now. And um, it doesn't feel good. I, it doesn't feel good, but I do know. And I, I hold on to the fact that if it's not good, God's not done and he will be victorious. What, you know, I, there's a song that I repeat to myself all the time right now, what the devil meant for evil, God is going to use it for his good. And, um, there's a lot of times that things, you know, you get into those valleys where things just seem broken and hopeless, but, I know in my heart that even, even when things are bad, God is good and he, he will work things in my good because I love him. And, um, you know, we're, we're not guaranteed in this life ever to, um, 
not go through struggles. But when you do go through those struggles, it's really important to hold on to the fact that God's working. He's working behind the scenes and he he's going to be victorious, whatever that looks like. It may not make sense to us. Like my stepdaughter's mom passed away when she was a senior in high school. I still don't understand. My daughter doesn't understand. And that's, you know, on this side of heaven, I guess that's not for us to understand. But I do know that God has a purpose in everything. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that one thing, like even before we went live and we were talking about your son, um, I think that what you said, too, is just going to resonate with so many people where when if they're struggling with their kids, like, this is their story, not yours. And you do have to remember that he is God's child. And I think that that was just so wise what you said. So I think anybody like struggling should hear that. Like there is a reason that your son's going through this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know that if I even look at my life, I didn't get, I didn't know Jesus until I was almost 30 years old. And Mm -hmm. so I can't imagine all of the people who were watching me and the destruction in my life going, you know, it's going to be for good. I, I know I had to have people who love Jesus, who are praying for me in my dark times and, yeah. and in anybody's times. So I wonder who's out there, even if it's just the Lord and, and the angels in heaven that were like, God's good, God's good. And it took until 30. So I have great hope. I never look at somebody and say they're completely lost. Because mm-hmm. if someone would have thought of that, of me or my husband, they were wrong. Yeah. It was not completely lost because Jesus plucked us out of the darkness and brought us into light yeah. and our whole lives are better because of it. So I have great hope that way. I'm glad that I didn't know him until later because it's a patience and an endurance that is very useful when you're looking at this dark world. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And by the way, did you see like somebody come out of that <laughs> hotel room? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're all deep. We're all deep in conversation with Jesus. If you're just listening to this, I'm sitting in the hallway in an Atlanta hotel trying to get some peace for this podcast. And somebody randomly walks out of there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, do, I am still in the middle of a renovation. And of course, the day that my windows come in um, and my doors, I <laughs> podcast scheduled, which I was not going to, I was not going to cancel that. So if you hear banging, which I can hear. (laughs) No, you're good. One thing thing Angela and I do very well is we do not show up perfect anywhere. (laughs) It's just not reality. There's so many women that show up on social media and you think they're so perfect and it just, you know, you get into that comparison trap as, as much as I love the filters you know, I think it's, it's awesome to show that we're not a filter. That I'm in a, that I'm in a dark, creepy hotel <laughs> hallway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talking about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> talking in their room, hearing about Jesus right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. I feel like this is definitely like such a, a great topic that I know all three of us are really passionate about. And I feel like if there's anyone listening that, um, isn't like living their life like you're talking about and putting God first. Like maybe you've encouraged somebody to look into doing that because it is um, such a such a blessing to be able to like to do. And um, it's so I don't know. It's just so awesome. So I really thank you for talking about this on Girl Educate Yourself. And yeah. I'm, I'm, it, oh, go ahead. No, no, you first. 
Uh, I was just going to say, if there is anyone that's listening and has a similar story or has questions about my walk with Christ, please find me. I You can Google my name or, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. You, you can find me and call me or direct message me. I would love to talk to you and share my story with you and walk through this crazy life with you in whatever that looks like. So please uh, don't ever feel feel afraid to reach out to me. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. If anyone's out there that doesn't know where to start, but desires, you know, that kind of a piece that we all get to desire, yeah. um, absolutely reach out. We will point you in the right direction. We will put our arms around you and, and yeah. show you some, some things that can help you with your journey to get started. So yes. thank you, yeah. Courtney. It's you, we've known you a long time. It's a pleasure to know you and to get to hear your story over and over. It's very encouraging. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love what you guys do. You are such a huge support for so many women in real estate and just, you know, women across, across the U S. So I'm grateful to know you guys and I love you so much. I love you too, Courtney. Bye you guys. God bless you all. And we will see you next time. God bless you guys.